Hey guys, welcome if you're new or welcome hey back to my calling Dr. It was a sheer will for success that brought the world dot dot smile, a clothing fashion MLM that sold children's clothing. At least that's what their background tells you. Founder Nicole Thompson, daughter of the infamous LuLaRoe founder, came up with the idea all on her own. It started with a dress. I feel like this dress created a beautiful bond between my daughters and I. Every morning when we get them ready. Clothing that would be exclusive, just like LuLaRoe. The fashions would change constantly, just like LuLaRoe. The company would tap into the unused potential of stay-at-home moms looking to make a quick buck and enjoy their time with their children, just like LuLaRoe. Okay, so maybe there would be some similarities between Dot Dot Smile and LuLaRoe, but Nicole swears they are separate companies and are not at all influenced by each other. So please don't compare them. Of course, that's a little hard when everything seems to be pretty much exactly the same. Dot Dot Smile relied heavily on their merchandisers for years to sell off the cutest little kids clothes at a rapid pace. For a little, it seemed like all was going well. That is of course, until it wasn't. It seems Nicole and her beloved husband were flying just a little too close to the sun and as they tried to bask in their successes, their company was crumbling down around them. As to be expected, investigations began to pile up about how the clothing empire sold their opportunity to their victims, sorry, retailers. Even when people did magically reach some sort of success, their rewards were lackluster and their supposed incentive trips were ripped away with little to no notice. But don't worry, because there is a war going on, allegedly. In order to save itself, Dot Dot Smile would change its entire business model away from the MLM format. But unfortunately for them, their love for some very expensive cars and inability to pay any of their bills seemed to be more important than keeping their business afloat or providing for their retailers. Yes, the story of Dot Dot Smile is relatively short-lived and compared to the company that they allegedly have zero affiliation with despite having the same business model and an endless amount of similarities, everything about them seems to fall short. So what's the whole story behind Dot Dot Smile? Hello and welcome to Multi-Level Mondays. I'm the Illuminati and today we're gonna be talking about the children's fashion MLM Dot Dot Smile. Started by Nicole Thompson in 2013, Dot Dot Smile was a totally very original idea for a company that we have never seen before. Obviously I'm being a bit facetious. It's pretty much exactly like LuLaRoe, but for kids. But according to Nicole, it was original. In the About Us story of the MLM company, Nicole claims that she came up with the idea one day while she was sitting on the couch in her parents' house with her husband, Jeff. While thinking about the future, she received inspiration from God. And I wish I was kidding, but that's exactly what she says. That inspiration pushed her to start a children's clothing line that would quote, bring further joy to children by the clothing they wear every day. 
And that was it. This completely random revelation, not at all prompted by her parents starting a very similar company just months previously was, you know, going to change her life now. So without even mentioning the plan to her husband, she decided to book a plane ticket and head to LA to start her plan the very next day. She liquidated all of their savings, put everything into this new plan and started her work on every cute pattern she could think of. On her way home, after she had spent all of their money, she called her husband to tell him of her business idea. Overjoyed naturally, he jumped right in, not at all questioning the fact that his wife just spent all of their money without telling him about a business plan that he knew nothing about. Pretty much everything about this story sounds completely unbelievable and patently false, but they claim that this is exactly what happened. And so just like that, Dot Dot Smile was born. And it was an immediate success. At first, Nicole ran her company out of the upstairs bedroom in their family home, but with the dresses becoming a frequently sold out commodity, it was time to move to a bigger space. So just three years later, Nicole moved the company to a 1,100 square foot warehouse and hired their first employees. And by all accounts, everything was going to plan and the company was gaining momentum at the speed of light. Merchandisers were coming out of the woodwork to sign up for this new opportunity and soon, they would have an official compensation plan that gave everyone multiple ways to earn. But despite the cute little story about God whispering into Nicole's ear and the brightly colored advertising, Dot Dot Smile wasn't all rainbows and butterflies. Nicole had no experience running this type of business and as their success grew rapidly, the company seemed to fall further and further behind. The issues were piling up and they were lost, but they weren't going to let anyone know until it was too little too late. Wow, so pretty. Having fun is all we know. I'm sure when Nicole Thompson and her husband started Dot Dot Smile, they were sure it was going to be a roaring success. After all, they had watched Ian Stitham practically take over the world with LuLaRoe, so why would this be any different? In fact, I'm sure they hoped it would be even better. While LuLaRoe went after the moms, Dot Dot Smile went after the kids. Not only could you sign up to be the best boss babe on the block, but you could also win mom of the year award, providing stylish clothing to all of the kids in your neighborhood and beyond. Who wouldn't want that? But of course, it wasn't all happiness and money with the new superstar MLM. They seemed to follow mommy's ideas just a little too closely. And ultimately that really didn't go in their favor. Signing up to join the company was pretty standard. Pay a fee of roughly $150 and wait patiently by the door for your box to arrive. Now it was a screaming deal compared to the near $5,000 buy-in promoted by LuLaRoe. But once the box arrived, you might be in for just a bit of the shock. Like their parent company, Dot Dot Smile relied heavily on the buy it before it's gone model. Everything was made to be sold with exclusivity as the draw. The styles, the designs, everything was for a limited time only. With LuLaRoe, that pretty much spelled disaster, but they decided to go ahead and do it too. I mean, who wouldn't want clothes that had designs making it look like a bee was flying into your ass or that you had a hamburger vagina? That's just peak fashion, am I right? Luckily, it doesn't seem like Dot Dot Smile had similar issues, which is wonderful to hear considering the clothes were made for, you know, children. But the possibility of that happening certainly existed considering their all too similar business model. As their new representatives went running to the door to open their new packages, they may have been surprised to learn what they actually contained. They couldn't pick sizes, designs, or anything like that. 
Dot Dot Smile simply assumed that customers would buy anything they gave out, which of course is not the way the world actually works. When representatives brought this to the company's attention, they would simply tell them they weren't trying hard enough to sell the items. You're saying people won't just buy random shit we make just because it's ours? That can't be true. You must be lazy. That's the real reason. Sure, dot dot smile, sure. In their eyes, they even had proof to back up the success that people could have. Dot dot smile had testimonial after testimonial from people that claimed the company had changed their life. One wrote on Facebook that she started dot dot smile to stay home with her eight month year old daughter. In one year, she was absolutely killing it. She was helping her husband pay the bills, spending some cash on much needed vacations and even buying her daughter extra gifts. She says, bottom line question mark question mark. I'm so, so thankful for my little fam and this amazing business. Obviously there are a million reviews just like that. But as with every MLM ever in existence, things weren't always as they seemed. You see, when people first joined the company, they weren't actually required to hit any type of sales goals. But as they kept moving up, they were. This meant, congratulations, you now need to keep buying more things so you can meet that sales quota. So any money you make is likely sprinting right out that door the second you bring it in. But don't worry, just like LuLaRoe and many other companies, they had another way to earn money that was, drumroll please, building a downline. Now, their compensation plan does not exist anymore, and you'll find out why in just a second here, but it was pretty simple. Recruit more people and make more money. Same old, same old. Unfortunately, they seem to have oversold just how much money people could actually make and were even investigated by the Direct Selling Self-Regulatory Council. Now, if you're messing up enough for your own people to investigate you, then you know you've gone too far. Still, it wasn't just their compensation plans that led to some people scratching their heads. It was the supposed incentives that didn't actually seem to exist either. When the company excitedly announced a retreat in Costa Rica for their best people, everyone was excited and ready to go. They had won the opportunity to pay for the flights and passports, yay. That is of course, until one day they announced that the incentive trip had been canceled due to force majeure, which is basically just saying an act of God or something they can't control. It should come as no surprise that this type of excuse comes with no liability or responsibility to pay people back. Isn't that just grand? Um, our CFO saying, um, you definitely do not want to host a corporate retreat there right now due to the geopolitical environment that is going on. The Costa Rican government um, being under a terrorist attack. Now, apparently there was a war happening that prevented their trip. Only that wasn't really the case. Costa Rica had declared a state of emergency after people hacked the government. It didn't impact travel and it didn't pose any real threat to people coming to visit, but they canceled it anyway. And for some people, this meant they were out thousands of dollars for airplane tickets, expedited passport fees, and of course the bonuses that they were promised. Unfortunately, this was probably the least of their worries because just a short while later, the whole thing would come crashing down. I got my tissues here. We're not going anywhere, um, but we are going to be making some just business marketing changes and we're calling it a pivot and it's exciting because it's just a new, a new chapter. In right? 2022, Dot Dot Smile shocked everyone, especially their MLM retailers when they announced that they would be no longer operating as a multi-level marketing company. In the email, which was spontaneously distributed to their people without any prior notice, they say that they have quote, seen the evolution from a focus on building teams and instead the community is driving into wholesaling. 
So basically, you have noticed that people make the most money from internal consumption. Basically, just buying from your company over and over and over and fucking over and selling to people who are also within the company. Like a, what's that funny little fucking term? Oh, is that like a fucking pyramid? No, never, never, we don't cover those here. But instead of saying that, they simply call it wholesaling. The new shift away from the MLM method would strip every one of the commission possibilities and permit them only to make money from buying clothing wholesale and selling them retail. But wait, there's more because of course there is. They also introduced a brand ambassador program which allowed people to offer a discount code to friends and family and make up to 20% commission on every sale. Now, those were pretty much your only two opportunities, but for the people who already spent thousands upon thousands of dollars on inventory and were now stuck with a shit ton of kids clothes with no opportunity to make anything, this was quite a shock. People immediately flooded their socials with complaints and rightfully so. To credit dot dot smile, at least they kept the complaints up. They didn't seem to be running around deleting them all. So they did one thing kind of right. One commenter wrote, should be ashamed with how you treated your merchandisers. They've created close relationships with their customers. And if you think we're going to still support you after how you treated them, you're out of your mind. Don't mind the grammatical errors. That was literally how it was written, the wrong yours and whatever, just whatever, it is what it is. Another commented that someone's $25 commission check had been bounced. Others turned to the Better Business Bureau to tell people to not shop their website and instead buy inventory from the thousands of people that had the business stripped away from them. Some other reviewers complained that they were still owed thousands of dollars. Nowhere in their announcement did they say they would take returns or buy back what people had already ordered. So people were just stuck. And then it got worse because, you know, of course. In September, 2022, just three months after their MLM model was officially rescinded, the company filed for bankruptcy. As it turns out, the change in their company wasn't just for funsies, but it was because they were out of money. And that makes a bunch of sense. Apparently, and according to the filings, the company had over $4.4 million in assets, but was over $5.6 million in debt. Creditors get mad when you don't pay a $100 electric bill. So what about $5.6 million? Granted, not all of that's an electric bill, but obviously they're not gonna be happy. One of the creditors listed in the bankruptcy filing was a staffing company, which was owed over $123,000. And another creditor listed was actually Mercedes-Benz, which I find quite interesting. Apparently they got a little too close to the sun when they decided to buy a 2021 Mercedes-Benz luxury SUV and then not pay the over $190,000 bill associated with that. Considering $25 commission checks were allegedly bouncing, I don't find this difficult to believe, though I do find it a bit funny. Doesn't it suck when you can't afford the things you want? Interestingly enough, some of their other creditors included their own family, like Gary Thompson, to whom they owe $200,000, a debt relief company, and Network Ventures LLC, which was suing them for breach of contract. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. As the news came trickling in, some employees claimed that they had not been paid since May of that year and that they had laid off their entire staff. This is just alleged for the time being, but considering who they are and how they've run their business up until this point, it wouldn't shock me if that was true, but that's just my opinion. In December, 2022, they released their plan for a bounce back and said that they would begin paying off their many debts by lowering their overhead cost and switching primarily to online sales. Of course, their high-ranking executives would still be making six-figure salaries though, so don't you worry. 
As of now, they seem to be pushing right along with their new model, though I do find it oddly suspicious that nearly every item of clothing on their website has a ridiculous sale on it right now. Maybe they'll still exist in the future, maybe they won't, but it's safe to say that the two founders will likely pull out of this whole mess unscathed because they have mommy and daddy to fall back on and LuLaRoe waiting in the wings. In fact, everyone in the family seems to have their hands in some sort of MLM. Unfortunately, it seems like multi-level marketing schemes are common with this massive family. Right as LuLaRoe came blasting onto the scene, others came right along with it. There's Dot Dot Smile, Agnes and Dora, and Honey and Lace, all run by the same family. I'm sure there were no family conversations at the dinner table pertaining to starting an MLM empire. This was all just some crazy weird coincidence, right? Of course, we now know the story of Dot Dot Smile, but what about those others I just mentioned? Let's start with Agnes and Dora, which was founded by the niece of Deanne Stidham, Buffy Brandley. This time, the company didn't come from inspiration from God while sitting on the living room couch, oh no. It came to fruition in the garage, in the same house, around the same time, which again, a total coincidence, I'm certain. Now, Agnes and Dora operates very similarly to the others and is a direct selling company. To join in, people are expected to buy packages that can range from $3,500 to $5,000. And my, my, those numbers sound oddly familiar. But anyway, I don't know. After paying that ungodly amount of money, people were free to sell those clothes however they wanted. Then it was time to watch the money roll in. Not really, but of course that's what they claim. Their consultants could earn money through sales commissions or of course, through building their own downline. Just like LuLaRoe and Dot Dot Smile, there's really no outline of the products, what people receive or how long each individual style may last. It seems like the reviews aren't all that wonderful either. Their returns seem to be pretty lackluster and the quality of the clothing is also in question. Though none of this comes as a giant surprise considering what we know about the rest of the family's ability to run a reputable business. Nowadays, it looks like they may have strayed away from the MLM business model and are merely selling online. At least that's what it seems like since there's nowhere to sign up to sell their clothing anymore on the website. So moving on, what about Honey and Lace? That one was started by dear old Deanne's twin sister, Diane Ingram. And yes, I chuckled at the name similarity. Basically, the company is just more of the same. Honey and Lace use the MLM structure to sell clothing. They preach you can make money and very few people actually do. Same thing, different name. Over the years, they have tried multiple different strategies to be successful and have rebranded multiple different times in an effort to stay afloat and relevant. In 2017, they went from Honey and Lace to Epiphany. And what is that name? Was it supposed to be like Epiphany, but without the E? Like, was that the Epiphany that they had? That shortening the name would be cute and sweet and make everyone forget they were an MLM? Because uh, it didn't work. As the co-founder and new CEO put it, this rebranding was seen as an appropriate decision to reflect the growth and business development of the company. Of course, he also felt that the new name strengthens our mission to empower women. How? I just, <laughs> how? Can you just, just give me a little brief on how exactly Piffany somehow empowers women? Because, you know, of course, it's always about empowering women. Apparently, the name change wasn't all that it was chalked up to be because a couple years later, they rebranded again. This time, they are a community-based lifestyle brand named Savvy, S-A-V-V-I, that provides lifelong friends and sells athletic wear for women and a newly added bonus, wellness products. 
which when you break it down to the basics is just really expensive tea. Like seriously, 12 servings of green tea retailing for $52. What the actual fuck? But hey, let's not worry our pretty little heads because all of this rebranding didn't mean that they were moving away from the MLM model. No, no, they're still very committed to that. Their independent brand partners receive 20 to 30% commission on purchases made by their customers, and they can get even more as long as they're meeting sales goals. Of course, people still need to have a downline and are able to earn bonuses when they sign on new people as they move up in the ranks. There are also travel incentives because, you know, of course. Though I do find it funny that this is only part of their compensation plan and it doesn't spell out exactly what you need to earn this benefit, how it's paid for, or any of that. It just says it exists. So there you have it, friends, the family tree of LuLaRoe that I didn't even fully know existed. Once again, everyone claims that these companies have absolutely nothing to do with one another, and that may be true, but it's also true that it feels particularly skeevy to have multiple MLMs run by the same family, with all being inspired to start within the same house all around the same time. Maybe we'll see more in the future, who knows? With everything LuLaRoe has been through though, I wouldn't exactly doubt that new MLMs from this family might start popping up. But before we take a moment to actually talk about LuLaRoe itself and what it's been up to, let's take a quick moment to thank today's sponsors. Gentle reminders for the new year. Check in with yourself before offering help to someone else. Rest when you need rest and ask for what you need and say yes to more things that make you feel good. Transport your mind to a world where you can relax and treat yourself to your deepest desires with Dipsy. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. New content is released every single week. So in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. And one of my favorite parts of Dipsy is they have sleep stories and wellness sessions. They also have stories you can read if that's more of your vibe too. So let Dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, relax and unwind, or heat things up with a partner. And for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com MLM. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipseastories.com MLM, dipsystories.com MLM. Make mealtime easy with delicious recipes made with fresh, wholesome ingredients delivered to your door. No lines, no hassle, just great tasting meals that you can whip up and enjoy in the comfort of your home. HelloFresh has 40 weekly recipes to choose from for all meal occasions, lifestyles, and preferences. Delicious dinners are a cinch with HelloFresh's chef-crafted seasonal recipes that come with ingredients pre-portioned, so all you have to do is cook and enjoy. This week, I decided to kind of just scroll through like the quick and easy section. So I have a box literally arriving today and in it, I'm supposed to have something I am very excited for, which is the vegan firecracker ramen stir fry. I'm very excited, never tried that, I wanna try it. I've also had the falafel power bowls, very delicious. And I'm also gonna be trying the garden spinach ricotta ravioli, which I'm very excited for. Did I say I'm very excited? I'm very excited for all of these. And all of them say like they're ready in like 15 minutes, which is extra exciting. So if you're ready to get cooking, sometimes in 15 minutes or less, make sure you go to hellofresh.com MLM60 and use code MLM60 for 60% off plus free shipping. Again, that's hellofresh.com MLM60 and use code MLM60 for 60% off plus free shipping. 
Now, honestly, it seems pretty impossible that any of these companies would follow in the exact same footsteps of LuLaRoe. It's safe to say that it had a growth that many of us have never seen before and a fall that seemed to shock everyone. As the company reported record sales and the tippy top of the triangle-like structure was beaming about their successes, the majority of the sellers were reporting losses year after year. As we now know, everything wasn't quite as wonderful as it seemed. Between the years of 2016 to 2019, over 50 lawsuits were filed against the company, and in January 2019, Washington filed the biggest and accused them of operating an illegal pyramid scheme. Almost immediately, everyone assumed that this was the end for the MLM giant. I mean, one of their executives was literally caught on camera saying they were changing their payment structure to get away from being a pyramid scheme. This obviously seemed pretty damning. Then there were all the other things going on in the background, like their sudden changes with their return policy and the horrifying and sudden shift in their product quality. All of it just seemed like a recipe for disaster. And yet here we are in March, 2023, and they're actually still alive and well. Their highest buy-in to become a retailer remains at an outrageous $5,625, and even the lowest buy-in is $500. They continue to push the LuLaRoe community and claim that their retailers are in charge of their own destinies, despite the damning evidence that this certainly does not seem to be the case, of course. So how the hell did they get out of all that trouble? Well, the good old-fashioned way, money. In 2021, they settled their case with Washington for an astonishing $4.75 million. And while that may sound like a lot, it didn't even put a dent in their profits, which were reported to be in the billions with a B. Still, the settlement came with some new rules they would have to follow. The settlement money was set out to go to over 3,000 residents in Washington state. In addition, they're now required to publish an income disclosure statement, conduct random audits, allow new retailers to return all of their new inventory for a full refund within 45 days, and warn retailers when the inventory they purchased beforehand doesn't qualify for a refund. Basically, all of the shady shit that they were doing, they would now have to stop. But they're a giant MLM with a family that seems to literally run off of building MLMs. So I'm sure they'll come up with more shady things in the future, but that's just an opinion. Don't sue me. Just a silly little goofy opinion. Now, Deanne and her husband, Mark, claim that the settlement does not equate to them admitting any wrongdoing and seem to maintain the belief that they could have won the case in court if they really wanted to. They just settled to save some money, or as they put it, the expense would be enormous and the amount of time senior management would have to devote to the litigation during the trial would have been a distraction from our business. Whatever you wanna say, go for it. Now, despite all the ups and downs, the massive family still seems to be doing all right, but ultimately we're gonna have to wait and see how this pans out. Are more MLMs waiting in the wings? Will they ever get away from this terrible and scammy business model? What's coming up next? Well, it's safe to say that there's probably more to come and me and my little pyramid friends will certainly be waiting to find out what that is. But with all of that being said, that's where we're going to end today's episode of Multi-Level Mondays. I hope you learned something new here today. And if you did, make sure that you're liking, following, and subscribing to stay up to date with all the latest episodes. And if you'd like to connect with me outside of these episodes, make sure that you click my Linktree link in the description box. It has all of my social media and current projects that I'm involved in. So thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. I really do appreciate it. And I'll see you in the next one. Bye.